when we become really specific on what actually were the consequences of what that person did to us, then we know what it is we are forgiving. The more concrete we are about the consequences of what that person did, then we know, oh, that is what I'm forgiving that person for. That, I think, makes it easier instead of, I, ju- I just forgive you. No, know what the wounds were. This happened. It made me feel like this. The consequences were like this. I stopped doing that. That is what I'm forgiving. Welcome to the PS Younger Self podcast, where we talk to inspiring entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and creatives on how we can all crush our fears and optimize our lifestyle to live our most fulfilling lives, and always on our own terms. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of PS Younger Self. We have a great show for you today, as we'll be exploring the psychology of forgiveness and how and why we should forgive. I'm excited to introduce our guest, as I believe she speaks the language of PS. I mean, literally, I think our conversation is in perfect alignment, as she is the creator of The Wisdom from the North, which is a platform for ever-expanding consciousness for the spiritual growth and empowerment to meet your future self, as she puts it, the manifestation of the highest version of you. The founder, Yannicka Oynez is a former musical theater artist who had a deep longing to understand more of life's mysteries and a deeper understanding of life. After traveling around the world, she started interviewing some of the most reputed thought and spiritual leaders like Bruce Lipton and Greg Braden. Her YouTube channel has now reached more than 6 million views worldwide, but I am most excited about our similar missions to share wisdom from thought leaders and teachers to help you optimize your lifestyle and expand your content consciousness. So please meet Yannicka. Welcome. I'm so thrilled to meet you and just absolutely love the synergy in our mission and language of our platforms. And I kind of want to say, P.S. Younger Self meets your future self. (laughs) Thank you so much. And thank you for that lovely introduction. It's really an honor to be here. I'm very excited about it. Oh, thank you very much. So let's talk about forgiveness, which is how I discovered you through one of your videos on your popular YouTube channel. And so I like to get started with the basic because I think it can be confusing based on what your perception of what forgiveness means, especially in a culture where forgiveness has generally been perceived as a sign of weakness, can I say, or an act of admitting you're wrong. So can you share with us what forgiveness really is. Uh, Yeah, I mean, this is a huge topic. And to be honest, I cannot tell you what forgiveness really is um, because I don't don't think it's set in stone in a way. And I think many people experience it uh, differently. And, uh, but I can say something about it from my own experience. And uh, I've done some research as well. And uh, I find the topic very interesting and uh, what I do see is that uh, society often expect us to forgive something very quickly and just get over with it because th- that there are some expectations to us when some somebody has done something bad to us and that can be different things like to different degrees. Um, so it's hard to compare, you know, if like somebody just took my, uh, um, I don't know, uh, I had a banana and they took my banana. It's like, oh, uh, and then somebody really hurt me or did something devastating to me. That's a, a whole other game. Um, but I do think when something really tragic happens to you still, I think society and people around us, they expect us to forgive because that is the right thing to do. And uh, I think for people who have gone through really difficult things, I just uh, heard about the story of this beautiful girl who um, experienced having her brother and her mother being shot. This happened in the U.S. um, by a guy that they grew up uh, with in the neighborhood. And she said that, you know, I had so much pressure on forgiving this guy. And I said to everybody, I had done it, but inside I hadn't forgiven him. So I think it's uh, important when it comes to forgiveness to actually go within and uh, know that 
You don't have to do anything. Like, why do you forgive? It is, you're forgiving for yourself and you're forgiving also for the other person, but not for people around, like not for, uh, to please other people, uh, the community around you. That's super important because often we just want to be nice people, right? I just want to be nice. I'm forgiving. But in your heart, you haven't forgiven yet. Um, However, I think forgiveness is really important to do in order to move forward with your life. But that being said, you need time sometimes. If it's really heavy things, you need time to forgive. And, you know, nobody can say how long that is going to take. Um, That is, I think, like up to really the soul, the individual soul uh, that will show you how long it's going to take. Like when people say, well, but you have to let go. You just have to let go. If you cannot let go, it's not time to let go. That's from my perspective. You cannot just will to let go or use willpower to forgive. It has to be an organic process that happens. It can be your intention to forgive right? I I really believe in intention. Like, I really want to forgive this person and I'm going to work on it. And all of a sudden, you know, the charge is gone, but it's the same with grief. It has to take some time. It has to be processed. So first of all, I would say like, see if you can like lose that pressure of what everybody else thinks and focus on your own process. However, that being said, yes, forgiveness will set you free because when we hold on to someone, we hold on to the grudge, then we're really energetically attached to them. Uh, and that will actually be in our energy system. Uh, so as long as we you know, feel this grudge towards them, we are actually uh, in a prison uh, uh, in relation to that person um, because we will carry uh, that person with us in our energy. So when we do forgive, that that's when we are finally free. Now, how do you forgive? That's a big question. Um, and we will pro- probably go there. But I, I think, you know, one thing is to forgive other people. But another thing is also to forgive yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, those are, you said so many incredible things here that really resonated and were very powerful. But one of the most salient points I pulled from here is that you have to go within yourself. And you said how, you know, there is that pressure, right? That forgiveness should be so quickly, so can be done so quickly. And with any, and I'm such a big, big believer and one of the core foundations of what PS Younger Self is all about is going and doing and creating your life all on your own terms, which means irregardless of the pressures outside. And so I really found it incredible that you even pointed out here with the act of forgiveness is again, to go within yourself and forgiving for yourself and not just for the offender, can I say, if there it if it involves someone else. And you're right. Like so then can we talk about the, the difference between forgiving yourself and forgiving the other person if it, if it involves someone else. And do you think one act of forgiveness, if, whether it's forgiving yourself or forgiving someone else, is harder? Uh, that's an interesting question. Um, I, I think it all depends on the situation. And I think sometimes it's a bit mixed because if you do experience something really tragical, I think we often tend to blame ourselves somehow also that, uh, well, I should have been there, you know, I should have helped, uh, uh, or been in the situation and, and done more. So I think we often, blame ourselves for something tragic that happened, even though we couldn't have done anything. So we're very quick to always judge ourselves first. Um, but when it comes to, let's say, less like dramatic situations, I think uh, most people in the world struggle with the feeling of I am not enough. And also that we judge ourselves all the time. 
And also then, you know, part of that is that it's hard to forgive ourselves because we're never good enough. We, mm. um, there's always something we should have done differently. Uh, and for me, the way I've worked with it is going back in my past and seeing things that I regret. And I found that for me, it was more easy to forgive people that have done something to me than me having done something to others. Uh, and that was just, you know, my experience. Um, and I actually also uh, was having a grudge towards myself or resentment towards my younger self that, for instance, I had had a depression or that I had had such limited thoughts about myself, uh, which really created uh, such havoc on my life. Because I, when I was younger, I was really talking down to myself all the time. And that created a lot of problems. Like I, you know, that uh, deprived me of real happiness in my life. So when I did an exercise going back to forgive my younger self, I had a hard time with that because I was like, but if you only had had a more positive attitude towards yourself, you had been having such a more happy childhood and uh, youth. And then I realized, this is interesting, that I realized that perhaps it is my uh, younger self that needs to forgive my adult self. Because mm -hmm. I was actually judging my younger self for what she has been going through uh, and how, the way she was thinking. So I realized, wow, maybe my younger self actually needs to forgive my adult self. And that was a, like an interesting twist that I didn't see coming. Uh, so I think the work with forgiveness uh, with ourselves is huge. And I think it's not done with, in a snap. Uh, and some situations are harder to forgive than others. Uh, but I think it's really worthwhile to, it's really similar to in the child work, uh, I feel, that you go back in time and you look at something that happened that you weren't happy about and that you actually understand why you did what you did. Mm -hmm. So you look at yourself and you see, okay, I understand what you did. It wasn't right. It wasn't good. But I see why you did it and I love you and I forgive you and I set you free from that. You know, I don't resent you at all. I really understand why you did this. So uh, I think this is a continuous work. Um, and the more situations that we uh, kind of become aware of in our past, uh, that we feel that, you know, we haven't healed and that we go back and start healing, the better. But that does take time, I got to say. It does take time. Yeah. No, I remember you mentioning this in your video, Janneke, about changing perspective. And I found that really interesting about yeah. uh, looking at, and that's really illuminating because I don't think it's easy for us to think, okay, well, why don't we change perspectives of just within myself? You know, you often hear that why don't you put yourself in the other person's shoes to see a perspective of where they are coming from. But wow, to change perspectives of yourself from the younger self to your older self. And wow, why was that so powerful in letting you finally get to forgiving yourself? Yeah, I mean, sometimes we do get surprised when we're doing these exercises and it, it wasn't something I had expected, but I was doing this exercise of going back and forgiving myself and then I had a hard time. So I just met this obstacle. I was like, why is it so hard to forgive myself? And I, I, when I met my uh, younger child or youth, I just met this wall. Like I just felt that, okay, I could say that I forgive you, but I I felt I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it. Mm -hmm. um, and then I switched it around and I realized that part of my adult self needed to look into myself. Like, why was it so hard to forgive that? And maybe I had some uh, expectations to, or uh, to great expectations. Um, and I, I know that about myself, that I'm really strict with myself. So, and still as an adult, I'm a very perfectionist. And 
I started to look at that actually and seeing what's going on in my current life. Where am I really strict and hard on myself? So when I started to soften up a bit and soften up the control and started working in the now, it was also easier to understand that, okay, um, (laughs) I see why I did that. So now I would like to invite my younger child to forgive me and um, yeah, for being the strict. And then I also forgive my uh, adult self because we are consisting of all these parts. So that's what's so interesting. We mm-hmm. have so many parts within us and they are um, not uh, very often very balanced. So, so all these sides of ourselves, they're saying different things. So it's uh, to me, the work is about uh, really integrating all these parts back again that have been lost. Like, for instance, just we, like going back in time, there might be a time where we didn't respect our emotions. And that energy goes somewhere. That that part of you weren't then integrated and included and accepted. Uh, but it's still there as a wound. So the more we integrate those parts of us and accept, accept, and forgive, forgive, uh, the more we feel whole and complete, which we are. I think we are whole and complete. We just, um, we, we don't know it. Um, from a high perspective, we are whole and complete. Uh, but energetically, I think often we have so many parts that are not integrated. And that's what the work of each incarnation, I think, is all about. Mm, that's an interesting point too about revisiting every step and how it's all integrated, of course. And so is that the exercise that you spoke of in your video called the linear path where you visit each stage of your younger self to release and forgive that younger self in each stage? Can you speak of that a little bit? Yes, you can just visualize a timeline going back and close your eyes and uh, if you're familiar with the third eye and have done, you know, work with the third eye, can do that, or you can just, uh, con- you know, connect with your inner being or guides or your intuition and ask. So, can you show me a, a situation, or can you show me uh, what I need uh, to forgive and what I need to look at? And then you can just go back on that timeline. And maybe you start with already a day a day ago, you know, or maybe then you jump to when you were 20 uh, and you can go back a bit back and forth. And then you can do that for, you know, uh, some time, like half an hour or so and sit down and then you can come back to it uh, a week after and see what shows up then. And it's really powerful because all of a sudden you get memories that you didn't remember, like mm. The things I regret the most, I, I know, is that an argue I had with um, a girlfriend of mine where I feel that I wasn't, you know, my best at all. And we had uh, a huge argument. And that was really hard to forgive myself, I noticed. It was really hard because if it had happened today, I would have done something completely different. Because now we know so much more. Now I don't have the same triggers. I've evolved. I, I would have been so much more mature. Uh, so it took time to forgive that because she was really upset. She was really hurt by my way of speaking because I have I had a very big temper when I was younger. <laughs> But so I had to look into why did I react the way I did? Uh, I saw all those perspectives of why my younger self did that. It was easier to forget, not uh, forgive. So, yeah, I mean, it's really subtle and really powerful work. And uh, uh, But you get help. I think when we sit down and we, we have the intention, I'm going to go back and look at my past and forgive myself. Wow, it's like your your inner being is like, or your soul is like, yes, I'm here. Now we're ready. We're going to do this work. And it's really heavy, but it's, I mean, the rewards are huge. Well, the intention, you brought it up again. I feel like that's such a prerequisite to to get on this path of forgiveness, as you said, that it's not a flip of a switch or a snap of a finger that's going to happen overnight. But just like how life is a process, would you say, and I think like understanding and accepting that life is a process and we're on this planet to grow is why you can be more gentle on yourself with this notion of 
it was okay what you did in the past. It was okay that you thought this way. It was okay that you weren't maybe as evolved because our life is a journey, right? Our life is an evolution. And I think for me, it's the process of going this, going through the evolution is what makes it more interesting to see the amount of growth that you're going to go through every step of the way. Yeah, definitely. It has really helped me uh, both in forgiveness to myself and others that what I did or what others did, they did from their level of awareness and consciousness and understanding. And I think we actually are doing the best we can like our parents did the best that they can that's another you know topic that often when we do the spiritual work and that the personal development work we look at how we were brought up and we see that whoops uh here there are a lot of things that happened that uh was you know a, a trauma to me um and that has really hurt me but if we go into the blame game, that's when we are disempowering ourselves and not honoring our parents again uh, or our caretakers because uh, everybody's doing their best from their level of understanding. And on a level, I think that is what also, I mean, this is a deep question, but it has mm-hmm. really helped me uh, not to focus on judging or, or blaming and understand that even though my caretakers might have done something that, you know, created this belief in me that I wasn't enough or something like that. That mainly happens to all people, though, (laughs) Um, because parents are just people. They're just humans. Uh, It's not empowering to look at that in a judgmental way, but to, to get or understand it as an explanation why you are how you are today. So for instance, let's say, this is just an example that, um, you only got attention whenever you got good grades and came home, you know, with good grades uh, and showed everything you had done and uh, or you performed Then you were very good at ballet or tennis or golf or whatever. And that's when you got attention from your parents that um, as a child, you then uh, believe or, or interpret that as love. So mm. when you then become an adult, uh, you you respond to yourself in the same way that you were met as a child. So if you receive a lot of uh, conditional love, in a sense, like only attention and love when you did something great, then you might very often uh, develop this critical attitude towards yourself. So, and that's interesting to look at, like, why am I so critical towards myself? Well, maybe... Uh, when you were brought up, you had a very critical environment, like people were demanding a lot out of you. Uh, so when we understand why we are because of our childhood, that's when things start to really make sense. Mm. Yeah. Is that why, is that why um, you say that forgiving yourself is an act of self-love? Because we are able to understand, as you said, we are the way we are because we get to see through our inner child that, oh, you know, this happened this way, but maybe it wasn't, it wasn't because it was conditional or whatnot. But is that the process why you say it's the act of self-love? Yeah. I mean, um, when you forgive yourself, uh, to me, that means that you accept all that you are. Uh, your mistakes, right? Your faults, your shortcomings, everything you wanted to be, but you're not, or everything you wanted to manage and you didn't. So I think that's like a radical acceptance of who you are. Mm. And the more we accept all that we are, even our darkest, like, let's say we had really dark thoughts, or we have dark thoughts or judgmental thoughts. Uh, Forgiving that, that means that we're giving space to that I can be all these things. Like I'm a human. I have both dark darkness and light. That's very natural. If I would push that down and uh, pretend that, no, I don't have that, then I would be in denial of actually what's going on. So I'm resisting what I am 
uh, it's not the truth of who I am that I have darkness, but the, uh, right now as a human being, we do have a psyche that's filled with light and darkness. And we do have feelings that are more negative and more positive. That's really what we're equipped with, you know, coming into this planet. So if we deny that, that's actually denying who we are. So yeah, that's why forgiving that, that is like the fast way to loving yourself, loving all that you are. And I'm not saying that you should act on those negative thoughts or negative feelings, but acknowledge that they're there. They're mm-hmm. there. And it's okay that I have the thought now that, you know, I don't know if you have noticed that all of a sudden you can just have a thought that just falls down into my, your mind that is really negative about another person. And then it can just come out of nowhere randomly. It's like, I don't really think that. Where did that come from? I know. I know. And, uh, and I, st- I train myself or I exercise uh, in doing or noticing it and being like, you know, I don't agree with that. And sometimes I honestly think that the thoughts are not coming from ourselves either. It might be coming from something else or somewhere else. Um, but the problem is that we identify so much with it and we think that is us. And then how can I think that I'm a bad person? No, you're not a bad person. It was just a thought. It was just a thought. And then let it go. So, so yeah. Well, I love how you put it. It's radical acceptance. Like, I mean, you definitely nailed it there that like, yep, it's an acceptance of every bit of who you are and every experience that came along with it. And so thank you for just saying that so loudly and very clearly. That's what it means. So let's talk about forgiveness in relationships because, you know, you spoke about this very transformative and and powerful exercise about being able to see yourself from a different perspective as, you know, younger self, versus older self, if you're having a difficult time forgiving yourself. But, um, and in relationships, at least for me, because it's part of my daily practice now, uh, thanks to actually Vishen Lakhiani's uh, six-phase meditation. Ah. And yes, have you have you have tried or heard of the six-phase meditation? Yeah, it is. Or is it that meditation where it goes into the heart is like has different faces in it? Yeah, not so much in the heart, but he he has uh, created these different stages based on how they like the first stage is being aware of your consciousness. The second stage is gratitude. The third stage is forgiveness. And so it's these different stages um, of getting into different brain states and, and um, the stage three is forgiveness. And it's he actually integrated that stage after he learned of this fact fascinating scientific study that explored the brain states of monks who meditated for like 20 to 40 years. And one of the most profound findings is that when you practice forgiveness, you increase your alpha brain state amplitude. So that was really fascinating in it. And so he explains why he's implemented it in part of the six phase meditation. And so, and also he explains, and I've been able to now get to a state of forgiving, whether it's a, it's a small little offense, transgression, or, you know, something bigger, let's say that I've been holding a grudge on, is being able to see the other pers- person's perspective. And, and you kind of touched on this too when you were speaking about forgiving yourself of seeing the why, you know, because I think, and, and tell me if you disagree, I think, especially when it involves someone else, the, the, again, quote unquote, the offender, the other person, it's like you're in so much pain and this and have this victim mentality. You know, they did this to me. They hurt me. It's hard to see. Well, maybe they were coming from a place where they were hurt too. Because you know that that phrase, hurt people, hurt people, right? Yeah. So, you know, I'd love to hear your perspective on uh, how the act of forgiveness can be practiced in relationships, whether it's with a family member, colleague, friend, or significant other, without having to use their past transgressions against them. Yeah. Um, 
I really don't think there are steps to how to forgive. Like the how is always a bit complicated because it's so individual as well, uh, mm-hmm. how, we, how we forgive. And also I was just thinking that uh, uh, at some level, you know, it's important to express our needs and uh, our boundaries, especially when it comes to a, a partnership. You know, you stepped over my boundaries here. So I, uh, uh, because we can fall into uh, that trap of just forgiving everything uh, and then uh, deceiving ourselves. Like, I forgive you is fine, you know, because we perhaps are used to uh, some sort of abuse. And then we forget, we forgive very easily. Uh, and I think that's dangerous too. Um, so becoming aware of, you know, is this my pattern that I just easily forget, but I'm actually hurt? And as, you know, mm. oh no, I, I'm just letting it go. But then on a deeper level, you're actually not le- letting it go because you can never lie to your body. Your body always knows when you're lying. So if you have a pattern that you've been abused, like in in any way, actually, it can just be like verbal abuse, you know. But if that's a pattern, it's, it's more easy to forgive again and again when it happens because that's what you know. That's what you know. You, you're um, used to being talked to like that, for instance. Perhaps if you have a you know the same partner, the same type of man uh, or or woman that is treating you bad. Uh, so then I think it's very important to look at like, okay, did this person um, uh, step on my boundaries here, uh, and I need to express that. Uh, I, I need to uh, express how that felt to me. Uh, and then when it comes to if you have honored yourself in that, I think it's important to, to look into, okay, so what am I forgiving here? Because often we, it becomes this whole thing about I forgive you, but what are you actually forgiving? Like becoming really specific about it. What's it what the person said? What, was it uh, what... Um, okay. So let's say that, uh, someone was really hurting you, uh, shaming you in front of other people. Uh, so you want to forgive them. What happened to you? What did that make you feel? What was the consequences of that? Mm. Well, there was a childhood trauma that, you know, came up again. It made me feel really small. It actually, uh, made me afraid of, let's say, you know, I, I'm just um, thinking of an example. I, I just got this picture of a ballroom in my head. Let's say, you know, you're in a big ballroom and you have this beautiful dress and your partner is shaming you for some reason uh, for the dress you're wearing and you felt that you were really nice in that dress. And when you come home, you just feel that shame. Now, what is the consequences of that? Perhaps you don't dare to shine your light like you did that night. Like perhaps you uh, hold yourself back in other scenarios, in other situations later on. So when we become really specific on what actually were the consequences of what that person did to us, then we know what it is we are forgiving. Mm. Do you understand what I mean? The more we are about the consequences of what that person did then we know oh that is what i'm forgiving that person that i think makes it easier instead of i I just forgive you no know what the wounds were this happened Mm -hmm. it made me feel like this the consequences were like this i stopped doing that that is what i'm forgiving so i think that's Uh, yeah because it becomes more clear in your mind what you actually are forgiving. You're taking a, a, a bit more power back and saying, yeah, I know the consequences of this and this is what I'm forgiving when you then are ready to forgive. And also the why again, that it will set you free when you forgive eventually. Yeah, no, that was really, really powerful and so important to look at. I never thought about it that way, but really getting specific, as you said, of knowing what you want to forgive or what you need to forgive, because maybe just the thought of, you know, especially when you're really hurt and you you kind of know the right thing, you know, again, depending on where you are in your stage or how, how 
hurtful this transgression is, but you know, maybe it's like a, a passe thing. I'll say, okay, fine, I'll forgive. But that's not really doing the work. Like, how can you really free yourself? Like you said, unless you get really specific and maybe ride through the emotions when you're going through how I was hurt, what, what hurt me. And maybe could you, I think we did speak about this, about the forgiveness is a process. So maybe be it can be easy on yourself that if you identify these different parts of what you were hurt by and what you can forgive, that you can also go on this process of forgiving. Yes, I think it can definitely, uh, to put it like that, speed up the process because I've noticed in myself those like you know, exes or partners or that I have had a hard time forgiving. I've kind of just put it under the carpet and like, oh, I don't want to think about it. I actually just want to run away from that feeling instead of actually actively look at how that person hurt me and look at in what way hurt me and actually start that forgiveness process. Uh, I definitely have some blind spots there because I've been noticing that, whoa, I've been holding grudge for this person for a long time. Um, And you notice that all of a sudden when that person comes back to your life or you see them on social media or you just feel like, you know, that's a great sign that, ooh, I haven't really forgiven this person. Maybe I should start to look at that because what I experience is that the person haunts me in my dreams, nevertheless, Mm -hmm. still in my energy. So, but we don't want to go there often. We just want to forget about it. It's the past. Of course. But on some we're afraid. Sorry to, sorry to cut you off. But it's, I mean, I think it's because like we're afraid to, to, revisit those feelings because it hurts yeah it hurts yeah but i think it's self-love to really honor that hurt you know like i was yeah. hurt yeah yeah and that's okay to be hurt like to 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 say that out loud to yourself that was really painful i don't have to feel it again but i just have to you know know that it was hurtful and that is what i'm going to forgive yeah you know? the ways he hurt me or she hurt me. Mm-hmm. And can we just set the record straight, Annika, and tell me if you also, of course, disagree, but that forgiveness is not forgetting because there's that cliche, right? Forgive and forget. But for me, I don't think forgiveness is saying that you're forgetting, but it's releasing again and and the acceptance of the why and the hurt or whatever it may be. But not saying that you're going to forget it, but it's just, I'm now in peace with it and releasing it. What do you think? Oh yeah. It's, uh, I'm glad you said that because I I totally resonate with that. Uh, Again, when we say we forget, we just put it under the carpet, like it never happened and it actually did happen. It did happen. Uh, But it's like, I I totally agree. It's like you said, you have peace with it and uh, you don't, you're not attached to it in that way anymore, but it's still there. Like it still happened and the pain and the wound might still be a bit there still. Like, even though you are forgiven, you might still feel pain. So it doesn't disappear, but you've like let the other person off the hook in a way. And you've, come to peace with uh, what happened in relation to that person in a sense. But it's still like, I mean, just think about something physical. If somebody did something physically to hurt, you know, uh, your body or, or even your, like a, an example, like your house, like they, you know, came into your house and there were um, burglars. Then you actually see that the house is like, you know, a mess. Like there's, that's a, uh, physical evidence that you cannot just forget it. It happened. It's damaged. The house is damaged, but you can forgive it. So, so yeah, super, super important. Exactly. So let's just briefly touch on why forgiveness. And I feel like we've already um, touched on you have so poignantly, you know, pointed out some of the whys, you know, it is getting to peace. It is this act of self-love, which is a radical acceptance 
of yourself, which I found to be really, really powerful. And there's quite a bit of scientific research, I'm sure you know, about how forgiveness and the practice of forgiveness can be positively or is positively correlated with better physical and mental health from reduced stress to anxiety. And it makes sense now from everything that we kind of talked about that what you experience and from improved sleep quality to gosh, some people emerging from depression and so much as opposed to like ruminating on the act of the offense, which can really compromise our immune system. But besides some of the things that you've already really beautifully touched on, um, are, are there any other ways and reasons why, reasons why you believe practicing forgiveness is important? Well, yeah, I think we, we touched upon it, but I was just thinking about uh, a man that... Um, drove uh, with a car in South Africa and hit my father and my father almost died. And um, I remember some in my family had a more, you know, anger towards him. And I actually didn't like for me, um, I could have had like, you know, why did he do that? And how can I forgive that person who almost killed my father, etc. But it was interesting because I didn't even go there. So, you know, in a sense, there wasn't a work with forgiveness there, but I, for some reason, I looked upon it differently. I looked upon it as, well, this happened. It happened. And uh, for I believe that nothing is a coincidence. And I realized mm -hmm. I'm gonna, going to put my energy on him. It's just going to make me miserable and it's just going to grow and grow and become bigger and bigger. And I'm not going to help my father at all who is in the hospital right now trying to survive. So I, that was just intuitive uh, for me that I needed to put all my focus on my father, uh, giving love to him and then not give any energy to that guy that, you know, just recklessly drove over my father. Uh, and I don't know where that perspective came from. Uh, it wasn't something I tried to do. It was just natural to me. But I, I almost felt uh, like a, a grace helping me uh, not to focus on that. But I think uh, another reason, yes, is that it's so draining. Like um, having that anger, resentment towards other people that will eventually really make you sick. Like it will make you sick. And instead of focusing on what you actually want to focus on and have grown, because the more we focus on the resentment, that will also grow and it will eat you actually. So yeah, and, and it will manifest all that like resentment will later manifest into illness, into more you know, depression or all these like ailments. So you're right. And I, that was really uh, strong of you at that moment. And, and, and I say that because I know it's not easy to say that you didn't want to give that person energy, but I think you were so brave to already recognize at that point that that energy would not have served you. And I think that's a really, really uh, powerful point to also address in regards to the act of forget forgiveness. So thank you for sharing that. And, and your, you, uh, this is a question that I ask all of my guests, Yannicka, about like, what is one piece of advice you'd want to pass on to your younger self? And you've already shared your personal experiences of revisiting your inner child and your younger self and the act of uh, forgiveness. But if, if you can pass on another piece of advice to remind her to live fully in the present and always on her own terms doesn't have to be related to forgiveness. Is there anything else that you would want to pass on to her? Yeah, definitely. It's a very good question. I love <laughs> that question. I would definitely let her know that, that everything will be okay and that she can trust herself and she can trust life and that she doesn't have to take everything so seriously and be so self-critical. Um, I think when you are young, you don't see that, that bigger picture that you start seeing when you are older. Yeah. So, 
when I become older, I've started to see the red thread in my life and my life starts to make really sense because now I understand why things happen. Like it's all oh, that happened and then this happened and then, wow, I could really have trusted life, but I didn't because uh, to me, life was just chaotic and I was chaotic and I didn't know where, where I was going to end up. So I would probably have said, just trust life. Like it's not so serious. And if you make some mistakes, it's okay. It's really okay. Just relax more. Have fun. Have fun. I wish I had so much more fun that I did. Everything was just uh, bloody serious all the time. And um, I was such a good girl. And I was so strict. I I had so many negative thoughts towards myself. So if I... If I could only see uh, the gift of being me and that if I could only see how my body was a gift, uh, how, that, how I was a treasure, really, uh, if I could only love myself more, I, wow, I would have been such a more happier child. But I think, you know, this is all meant to happen so it's a very interesting exercise to actually go back and uh, say this to your child. But to just sum it up, I would say that you can trust that you are safe and you can trust that you're taken care of by life. Life supports you and you will see that there's a purpose to everything and you can relax more and enjoy the moment. You can yeah. You're taken care of. Yeah. Yeah. You can trust yourself. And that can be a daily mantra, Janneke. I love that. Such simple and powerful words. And I wholeheartedly believe, just like you, that everything happens for a reason. And for me, the, the reason why I love asking this question to my incredible guests, it's not so much that so that we can ruminate on like, how would we fix the past? No, it's the acceptance, but how can we pass on our learnings, our wisdom for other people who may be in different stages of their lives so that they will not be in so much pain or stress or anxiety and know that with these beautiful words and reminders, like you just shared with us that, hey, everything happens for a reason. Life will be good to you. You can trust yourself and so much more. So thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. And I just want to add that uh, you can trust yourself. It's such a big thing because that's what we lack all the time. We, we go out for you know assurance and we ask others to give us advice, but you always have the best advice as yourself if you go deep within. But young people, like especially youths, they are not really motivated to, or they don't have, I, I feel like we, in school, we're not motivated to really listen within. And if we were motivated to do that, I think that inner voice would get so much stronger and we would start to trust ourselves. So it's really about actually starting to do it and not just, you know, oh, I'm going to trust myself, but actually I can trust myself but then I need to actually listen to what, you know, my inner being is telling me. We actually need to actively start to listen. What do I feel now? What impulse do I have now? Uh, What inspires me now? That's when you start to really fine tune that instrument. Uh, And I know I'm speaking now in adult terms, but we could say that in another way to our younger child that listen to when you feel happy, when you feel inspired, when you feel joy, that's, you know, an indicator that you should follow that. You should do more of that. You can trust that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love what you said there about like how our school systems don't really teach how to tap into ourselves, our intuition. And I've said that before in another episode about how I feel like our education system is really lacking in that area, which can be such an integral tool to help us get through life, not just learning about math and science. You know, sometimes it's not really like, God, how, how, you know, unless you become a scientist and you're learning that science, but come on, 
can really have benefited from and trusting yourself and all these incredible things that you just pointed on. So thank you for that again. And so Yannicka, you have so much more to share. I know, and it has been such a pleasure speaking with you and I have only just scratched the surface on your incredible interviews and videos on uh, Wisdom from the North on the YouTube channel. But how else? Where can everyone find you, connect with you, and watch these videos on YouTube? Yeah, thank you. Well, they can go to... Everybody can check out my YouTube channel. It's totally free. Uh, And there you have over 400 uh, videos with interviews with amazing... Uh, thought leaders and transformational teachers and spiritual leaders. And also you can check out my website, wisdomfromnorth.com. And we have a membership that is really the heart of Wisdom from North and my baby, I can say, uh, where I also work with uh, transformational teachers that give a bundle each month. And we have a community uh, that's very supportive. And it's really for those who want a, a deeper transformation and wants that community and to walk the path together. And then we have different online courses as well that we offer with um, different teachers. So it's really exciting because it's growing all the time and I'm really following my heart and my intuition on what teachers to work with. And and then I also produce something myself, you know, blogs uh, every now and then and uh, do talks in my memberships as well. So I also share my perspective. So I like that form, like working with teachers and also sharing my own perspective. So yeah, so just feel free to check out my YouTube channel or wisdomfromnow.com and you'll find a lot of inspiring things there. Oh, incredible. Well, thank you so much for creating such a wonderful space and doing what you do, which is also very inspiring because I've, you know, kind of had a similar path where I had a previous life and career and am on a similar journey to bring more wisdom to people to help optimize their lifestyles and be truly fulfilled. So we really wanted to honor that. Lastly, is there, do you have an Instagram? Can people connect you on Instagram as well? Yes, they can. And it's called Wisdom from North. So (laughs) Wisdom from North all over. Amazing. Well, thank you again for sharing that Wisdom from the North. And it's been an absolute pleasure to have you here with me. Thank you for inviting me. Welcome to the PS Younger Self Podcast, where we talk to inspirational entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and creatives from around the world and how we can all crush our fears to live our most fulfilling lives and always on our own terms. So let's get started. 